Hey, bitches and blows and non-binary hoes. Welcome back to the one and only Bender Misfits podcast, the showcase of control chaos we call friendship. That's Wolf, that's Muse, and your name is Quishioda. What is up? <laughs> it's Quishioda at work, I'd like to point out. We only have him for a limited amount of yes, time, folks. I didn't get any weird looks because I'm the only one in the break room, thank God. Yes, he got called into work at the at the last minute, literally because somebody called out. So he's at work. So we have him for however long the remainder of his lunch break is, which our lunch breaks are short. So, um, yeah, let's go. Let's go ahead and start. Uh, Muse. First off, let's start with scolding you because her roommates brought back pizza, and I'm guessing you're not taking your dairy pills. I did. Oh, trust me, I did. Are you kidding Are me? you waiting for the pills to kick in before eating the pizza, or are you just eating the pizza? Uh, the instructions with it is take pills immediately before you start eating, so I don't I mean, have to wait. You should probably wait about 5-10 minutes, but sure, whatever. I'm just following the instructions of the stupid box. Okay, still scolding you. Shame, 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 shame. Also, At work husband. Eating. Also, work husband. It is your fault. Our daughter got no sleep. She is well, sleep deprived. I was for falling down a rabbit hole last night. Yes, these two have their anime Thursdays where they watch anime together on Netflix, and apparently they fell down a rabbit hole, and so now Muse is hey, sleep deprived. Hey, hey, hey! I was lecturing. I was lecturing her on the joys of living. Leave me alone. Did you need to do that? That's oh. how far of a rabbit hole we went down. You guys, you guys dove headfirst in that rabbit hole. Jesus. No, we dug it deeper is what we did. I'm sure it is. Jesus Christ, you two. It went, it went from, uh, fuck you, Shiona, to the elections of life to the happy conclusion. Wow. Yeah, just yeah, it was an emotional roller coaster last night. It was, I, it's what I, it's what I like to call a uh, emotional sandwich. Yeah, <sighs> you too. I just, I don't know what to do with you guys. Anyway, the thing is I called it off at one a.m. and it's like, okay, I need to go to bed soon, and then we leave it off at a stupid cliffhanger. Then he says something, and then I'm. Mess, call him and say fuck you, and then we get into the whole rabbit hole. Uh huh. And how late did that last? Four oh three, I think. Or yeah. Like no, four thirty. <sighs> also, the same co-worker that thought Maya was cute saw our saw my wing. Then I showed her name Gravy, and she said, "You two are so cute." Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, long story short, Sean and I have, uh, r rings and engraved with work husband on the inside, because, yeah. Why not? Hey, when's your wedding? Um, shut up, daughter. By the way, this is an Come inside, on. this is an inside joke. Sean and I are Muse's parents. It's a little running joke with our group. Because someone yeah. has to lecture her on her well-being. She's not doing it herself. Yes, which is why we had a three-hour-long conversation. Yes, but you didn't do that in the morning. She needed her sleep. It's fine. It wasn't doing anything crazy at work. 
No, 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 Muse, okay. please continue. Continue on that thought. Okay. It's not crazy for me. It was just cutting up firewood with the bandsaw. It wasn't like I was trying to weld a piece together for work. But you were still doing a lot of strenuous physical activity, which you would have been able to do even better if you had sleep, which someone Real? encouraged a lack of... Hey. Excuse me for trying to give our daughter a confidence boost. I mean, yes, great. You don't need to do that at 1 a.m. Hey, Wolf, do you rather have me be talking about life or you using the Ouija board? Oh, I'll just bring you back to life. I'll go down to hell and pull you out of it myself. Do not pull a Winchester move. I will. I will pull a Winchester move. Then you would have to sign a contract, and then you go into the whole rabbit hole, then I have to go and get you. No, there's a such thing called loopholes. You're not Crowley. Yeah, but he could be a distant cousin of mine. You never know. You know what? <laughs> uh, anyway, in in well, this is a reference I do not understand, so I'm just gonna <clears throat> yeah, say super, and super, my lunch. supernatural reference. Also, it's not lunchtime; it's dinner. Leave me alone, I already had dinner. Sorry, lunch. Exactly. Anyway, continuing on to more... What? In my defense, we do call it lunch break. We do call it lunch break, even if it is at, you know, 7, 8 o'clock at night. Which it's not, it's yeah. 6.30 right now, but that's still, it's what constitutes more towards dinner than lunch. Um, yeah, my girlfriend does the same thing. It's, it's just, it's work. Yeah. That's the way works, do it. They should just call it meal break, but I guess because they're like, oh, not everybody was going to eat on your little meal break. I mean, yeah, calling it meal break, it's, it just sounds weird. Saying lunch break sounds a little bit more yeah, correct. Yeah, that rolls off the tongue a little bit better, but still, it's more of a meal break because it's at different times of the days rather than just lunch. Yeah, no, it's, they literally say it on the punch out punch clock. Like meal, start meal, and exactly. What'd you say? You messed up. What'd you messed up? <laughs> it's fine. I'll do it tomorrow. Muse. Oh, what are you going to do, Dad? Huh? Hey, Muse. Two hours away. Hey, Muse. You want to talk about last Wednesday? Oh, sorry, this Wednesday. This friend. Muse. Do share. Shut up. Muse. He's. It's been brought up. Continue to share, darling. Share. Share with the audience. What happened this Wednesday? Oh, like you would care. You didn't message anything. Yeah, but you fair, need to right? still continue. Okay, to be fair to your father, he was playing Breath of the Wild. Exactly. I don't Busy. care. You saw my message. So did I. Just uh, later. And you didn't say anything. At least she would have said something. It just didn't go through. 
Muse, either you said or I'm gonna say it, and I'm gonna very much um, blow it out of proportions. Oh, please. I don't know how you could possibly blow it out of proportions considering the bullshit of a day that was. Like, my. Okay, I need to come up with a nickname for her. Your uh, wife. <laughs> no. Uh, you guys talk for one sec. Uh, talk, uh, talk, talk, uh, chat, hey, chat, Wolf. chat. Yes? Hey, Wolf, remember the, uh, <clears throat> the storage local situation? Yeah. Apparently, there was stuff stolen, roughly $300 worth. That's a lot. Yeah. yeah. Are you gonna get yeah. compensated for that? Oh, right, right away, guys. Um, long story short, Muse and her roommates put stuff in a storage locker at the beginning of summer. We talked about this in a, in a previous podcast, but they put stuff in a storage locker at the beginning of summer. Someone broke into it. They're trying to figure out if anything was stolen, and yeah, apparently $300 worth was stolen. So, yeah. are you getting compensated? Because that's a failure on their part. Oh, no. You want me to explain? I this because trust me this is so stupid like we my roommates and I we went and unloaded our storage unit and we had some boxes ripped open and like boxes with lids off and but we couldn't tell if anything was taken at the time mm-hmm. the last couple of weeks we've just been un- unboxing stuff and we just recently noticed a lot of kitchen stuff missing because we were like, okay, let's go cook this. Where is this item? So, okay. So after like the first couple days of us moving in and we noticed a lot of stuff was missing, we went back to the storage unit to ask like, how can we um, get, because we filed insurance with them. So we got... $2,000 worth, so we're covered with that. It's just, it was a whole damn process because we have to create a, we had to create a document with the list, listed items, a the picture list of, of each inventory, item. Yeah. Yeah, and then the price associated with each item. And then along that, with that, we had to file a police report as well. Plus, it was stuff that was stolen. Yeah, and then we also had to uh, sign, like, fill out a form through the storage unit themselves about the robbery. Um, Burglary, not robbery. Yes, Um, burglary. There's actually a difference, guys. Robbery includes violence, burglary, just taking stuff. Mm Mm-hmm. So unless there's violence involved, you were burglarized, not robbed. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, we... We got the police report back so we could submit it. They got it wrong. Great. They cut us off. Their system is so stupid because there were a couple items where uh, it's like quantity of four. Uh, like for instance, we have shot glasses missing. There are four of them. They cost four ninety five per shot glass. We have that listed. The police reported it as that but their system only counted it as a single shot glass price. No. That's them screwing... Well, that's here's what that is. That is them screwing up putting it in the system. They didn't mark it down as a quantity of four. They marked it down as four shot glasses 
a total with a total of four ninety five. They yeah, didn't no. input it correctly. Oh, I know. This was a whole hassle. So, like, at first, um, okay, okay, her name's going to be Clippy. Um, Clippy and I were, um, we went back to the storage unit trying to figure out, okay, what's the next step with this? And she tried being helpful. It's just we had to call the police station because we built the file out online, but uh, so she told us to call them this time to like get it said correctly, and because we also mm -hmm. noticed a couple more items missing after sending the police report, so we called them. And my God, okay, I'm not I'm not one of the people who hates police, but this dumb person who was in the um, oh God, the documents account whatever um, the accountant basically. The inventory person. Uh, it's like the writing one. Documentation. Yeah. Yeah. That person gave a... She asked for our file case number. We give it to her. That brings up all of our stuff, including our names. She asked Clippy, what's your name? Four times. If she had asked it twice, that would be security. If she asks it four times, it's stupidity. Oh, the whole thing was stupid. Yeah, no. But that's in the afternoon. In the morning. Clippy uh, was waiting for me before our um, class together, which we have last class together. She got stung by a wasp on her finger. So that was her bad time. Mm -hmm. In class. Uh, <laughs> we're making stained glass windows. Right at the end of class, I finally got all my pieces cut up. And then I had one of my twitches. What happened? I... I look like, like a boss and all of them fell in bulk and now she has to start all of them from, from square one. Why do you take... I thought I was sharing this. Share. You take too long. Well, no! please keep it. Please keep in mind. I only have six minutes left. He has six minutes yeah. left, Muse. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. Uh, I have to completely restart uh, my um, stained glass piece now. Well, that's not your so, fault. That's that's a medical reason. Did you tell your professor that's a medical reason? <sighs> no, because I didn't want to bring up the fact about the. I was trying to suppress, trying to suppress them all through class, but the last one just escaped. It was so annoying. Yeah. Oh, for the audience who doesn't know how bad my twitches are, it looks like someone's snapping my neck. It really, yes. they're very, they're very violent. Yeah. So I had that. So I got upset. So I went and got sushi and whatever, and I saw Kane. And then Clippy. Uh, was going to meet up with me to go talk to the uh, storage place. On the way back, a storm came and she slipped and fell down the stairs. So she had that fun experience. Then we dealt with the bullshit from the storage unit. And so then we decided to get um, some very, very spicy fried chicken and um, custard because we were sad. <laughs> I mean, yeah.
That's like, that's like when people get broken up with and they eat ice cream or whatever. So, yeah, yeah that makes sense. Yeah, that was my Wednesday. Yeah, our Wednesday was fun. I got to play Breath of the Wild again. Your Fuck Wednesday you. Sat- yeah. I was going to look through those videos today, but, you know, stuff happens. <laughs> True, yeah. yeah, like you getting called into work, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Mm. Wednesday sucked. Yeah, so um yeah, I was going to make my chicken curry. I can't. The items that you need are stolen. They stole my mortar and pestle. Okay, so what I'm hearing is the storage unit had crap security to the point where this person was able to go through all your stuff. Pick out what they wanted to steal oh. and then left with it without any questions. Oh, you want to hear hear the best part? What? There, we're not the only ones that got broken into. Three oh. other yeah, from different buildings. So basically, they had enough time not only break into your place and sort through your stuff, but they broke into other oh, people's place. Okay, that storage unit security is oh. horrible. No, it's not that. It's the one we were at was broken into. One that's down the street from my school had two break-ins in it. So it's the same company, but different places. But here's the best part. At eight in the morning, when they open up, they do rounds. They didn't call us till 12.40 PM that our unit was broken into. See, you could sue them about that. We really could, but we are just it's only three hundred dollars worth. We are just way too tired of this. As long as long as they give you your money back to cover yeah. the cost of the fact that you've been, you know, burglarized, then fine. But if they refuse, they can. You can sue. That's a lawsuit. Oh yeah, no, we we will if it, if we don't get our money back because our suspicion is it's one of the workers. I'll say, if it's the same company for both places, and if that person had enough time to, you know, go and steal that stuff, and obviously knew the schedule, because they avoided when people were actually there. Also, they said we could look at security cameras if anything ever happened. They told us repeatedly, we couldn't look at the security cameras because we wouldn't see anything except one of them was aimed down the hallway towards our unit. See... You can, what you can do is, you can get back back in contact with the police and let them know that there is security footage for the burglary, um, and let them know there is security footage, but the storage unit place is refusing to allow you access to it, and you can ask the police to look into it. Because if you let them know that there is security footage, the police will get involved and they'll launch an investigation. Problem is, though, more likely the storage, if it is one of their workers, which we strongly suspect it is, they would have deleted it. Well, that's the thing. If if the police find out that there is a missing hour, then they'll launch an investigation and the storage place will be put under, you know, police investigation. Yeah. And they'll suffer for it. So, yeah, I I, dude, I just contact the police and tell them. I, I highly suggest it. We're... Again, we're done. Like, 
if it was more than just three hundred dollars, we would have. Well, as so, long as they pay you back for what was stolen, fine. But if they refuse, oh, uh, then you we're launch really a police. If if they refuse, not only launch a police investigation, but sue them. Oh yeah, don't. Yeah, we're we're getting kind of. We already are planning. Like, we're told we will be getting our money. We think because it's such a low amount that they're not going to fight it. It's just once we do get the money, there, three out of four of us had items stolen. Plus, we know the one of the people that got broken into as well. So there, there's going to be four very bad reviews for them. I'll say, yeah, just make sure you put, you put a review that basically says, hey, our stuff got stolen, they refused to let us have access to security cameras, and they took forever and dragged their feet throughout the process. Don't store yeah. things here. Make sure that you put oh. that on the review. Yeah, so anyone who's listening, don't ever use go store it. What's it called? Go storage. Don't use go storage, guys. You hear that? Don't use go storage. Okay, I'm going to cut it. Uh, it's time for me to leave. Uh... Okay. She had a work husband. No. Have fun working with customers. I have to get back to walk. Yes, have fun working with customers. I'll try. Mm -hmm. Thanks for this morning. <sighs> he left. <laughs> he is going back to work, guys. He had to go back to work. Um, yeah. So, yeah, dude, that sucks, though. Yeah, so, if you, if you need any help in the law enforcement department, like, if you need any help on knowing, like, what to say and what to try and, you know, get in contact with them about, come to me, because, again, I took a criminal justice, I started taking criminal justice classes, like, I know what to say, and I know exactly what's, what happened to you, and I actually have contacts, uh, at my school, I have, like, ex-law enforcement people that point blank said if I have any trouble, like, let them know. So they'd be willing to help you for free. Um, so, yeah, if you guys have any trouble, don't hesitate to, to let me know, and I can get in contact with my, with my professors. Yeah, okay. We will be going ham if we don't get our money. Make sure they have a deadline, too. Let them know that they have, like, two weeks to get you your money. Or, you, or you're going to start pressing, or you're going to press charges and sue. Let them know that. We're give. I think we're going to give them, like, a week before we start, like, messaging them, like, okay, where's our money? Like, we will be taking action soon. Because, again, okay. we're being tight. Like, I think, like, one, my, uh, okay, I need to come up. Um, my other roommate, um, god damn, not Clippy, um, making up, making up nicknames for roommates, Bird Mom, that's her name, she loves watching birds, um, but, and she kind of put a dead bird in our freezer the other day, anyway, uh, you know that's a health hazard, right, cross-contamination, uh, um, it's for a, um, sign. It's is it wrapped in a plastic, if it, is it wrapped in a plastic bag? Paper towels, plastic bag, in another bag. Okay, fine, that's fine then. 
And it was only for the one night, and she merely took it to her professor. I think he clipped the wings and tail off. Mm, creepy, but okay. It's for them to study um, the birds. Still creepy, but okay. I mean, there are people who are taxidermies. Fair. No, like, trust me, I... <laughs> Her mom, like, wrote a message on our fridge, like, uh, sorry about the dead bird in the freezer. Oh my gosh. Did she at least give you a heads up before she wrote that? No. No. Clippy oh, and I God. Were, no, Clippy and I were going to the fridge to grab, like, a drink or something. The second I see that note, I'm like, Bird Mom! <laughs> you put up that bird in our freezer! What the hell? Oh, gosh. That's not the first Oh, God. You got the most interesting roommates, man. <laughs> Apparently, people call her when they find dead birds. Uh, what I'm hearing is she has a problem. Um, no, again, it's for um, I forget her major, but um, it's no, no, place. I understand that, but um, dead birds. I I'm still saying mm -hmm. that's a problem. Yeah, that's the one who works with dead bodies. Yes, but I don't put them in my freezer. They have their own storage area. That's not near my food. <laughs> well, it's true. Also, guys, I don't actually store bed dead bodies. They're they're in their own facility, and it's not near our food. Okay, don't get the wrong idea. <laughs> yeah, no. What Wolf was saying is he's the cannibal. I am not. The only thing, the only meat I eat is animals, and they are delicious. Cow is delicious. I don't know. Okay, you know, vegans and stuff, don't know. Vegetarian, don't know how you do it. Bacon is amazing. Burgers nope. are delicious. I'm about to have hot dogs tonight, actually. Okay. For me, personally, it's, I'm, um, I actually... I physically can't eat steak anymore. It's not that I don't want. Besides, I don't want to. I learned I actually cannot. Oh. Your body, does your body have like a sensitivity or something to it? Uh, yeah, because my girlfriend uh, brought over a pizza that had um, cheese and some steak on it. I took. I thought I took all the steak off, but I don't think I did because... After eating that, like, I took my pills. I was, the dairy part isn't what got me. Because it wasn't the same feeling I get whenever dairy hits me. I was nauseous and ill, and I was so ill from that. Cause yeah. Really, you should talk to a doctor about that as well. See if there's anything that, like, they can suggest. It, some people just can't tolerate certain meats if they don't eat it enough. I mean, that's fair. Yeah, if you don't eat it enough, it, it hits your body hard when you actually do yeah. eat it. Yeah, because I haven't had steak in 12, 10 or 12 years now. Yeah, that so. makes sense then. Uh, that, that still sucks, though. Eh, again, my father ruined steak for me, so... I'm okay with it. That's fair.
Um, but yeah, that's that still sucks. Yeah, and so I can't do that. And then pork also just doesn't make me feel too well, so I try to not eat much of it. Um, as well as Clippy can't eat pork too, so we just kind of make it almost a rule. Yeah, yeah, I remember you telling me about that. You guys don't have a lot of pork in your place. Yeah, so we eat like turkey bacon, which is really good. Like, I know it's nothing compared to what, like, for you, because you like pig, um, like pork um, bacon. It's just, for me, I turkey bacon tastes really good to me, just because it's still, it's not as greasy or fatty, which my, bo my body's so screwed up now, I can hardly handle any, like, oils, um, like, vegetable oils oils or any kind of that kind of stuff, I can't tolerate anymore, so, yeah. Dude, you did, go talk to a doctor, there's, a, my mom used to be very sensitive to stuff, and then she did this, like, her doctor recommended that she do some kind of, like, cleansing thing, where she, like, slowly gets, like, empties her body of everything, like, goes, it lasts, like, a month, you just eat different, like, you have this certain diet that you follow for that month, and then, like, now she's not, before she was lactose sensitive, and now she can actually eat stuff that with dairy again, which is why I gave you her dairy pills, because she just didn't, doesn't need them anymore, and I knew you would use them, but, yeah, that, they really helped her, so maybe they'll help you. Was it a doctor or a nutritionist? Pretty sure it was a doctor. Um... I might look, I'll probably look into it, like, when we've been together, it's, right now, because I'm only seeing my doctor up here for another, like, three months, it's not worth it. That's fair. Yeah, just make sure you look into it when you come back. Yeah. Because, because it, it might help you. Because, not only that, but it also just, it resets her body with everything. Because she had other foods and stuff that she couldn't really like, eat because they bother her, but it, it, like, it reset her body with, like, everything, everything, so she's good now. Problem is, if it calls for, like, uh, if it, it's hardly eating things, that's just going to make my stomach shrink even more. No, like, no, that's the thing. It's not you hardly eat things, it's you eat things, but it's different. You're still getting stuff in your body to keep your stomach from shrinking, but it's different. It's like different pro. It's like different like shake mixtures, smoothie mixture stuff. So rather than having actual food, you have liquids and stuff going in. So yeah, it's a whole thing. I honestly, when you come back, you could talk to my mom about it if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. Um, I need. I'm going to quickly post something in um, Discord for you. But here's another stupid thing that happened um, the other day. Okay. Okay. Can you see the image? Yeah, that looks like a bracelet. It looks like one of those like uh, dragon head bracelets that you get metal bands. It's a metal band, two um, different wolf heads. It's in thick. Uh, um, those don't look like wolves, but okay. 
I'm, I'm, no, I know. That one, it's the closest thing I could find at the moment. Um, that was the closest thing I could find to what it was. Uh, but yeah, that's what I ordered. And I got my package. Oh, geez. What, what was it that you got? Send a picture. I want to see how bad this was. That's what you got? That's not a bracelet. Oh, and here's the best part. It was broken in two. Uh, did you send a picture to the company and be like, what the hell? Why yeah, this is not what I ordered in two? What on earth is... Why is it broke? Yeah, no, I... Let me redo the email, because it's like... Really? So, like... Um... Do, 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 do. Uh, hi Muse, we hope you're doing well and we apologize we have not been able to get back to you the very soonest as we are receiving several inquiries and, and responding at the time when it received. Please send in us an actual photo of all the products received, um, not a screenshot, and um, as requirement for evidence and proof. So I send them that and then they say, uh, Thank you for providing us with a photo of all the products received. We already have forwarded this matter to our fulfillment team. We'll update, update you once a tracking number is already available, and there's no need to send it back to us. Yeah, because it's already broke! And it's not what you ordered! Are they going to send you what you ordered for free now? Uh, yeah, they're sending the product... Um, my original the um, bracelet to me um, since I already paid for it. They're sending that without any charge. Good. By the way, guys, instead of sending her a bracelet, they sent her one of those wooden Viking boat things, like a Viking boat model, and it was broken in two. So instead of, how do you mix up bracelet with Viking boat model? Yeah, no, well, I to give you even a better presentation, I'm going to and you'll get to see even more how ridiculous this is. Oh, gosh. Sorry. Let me mute real quick so I... Okay, she's muted, guys. She's getting it all on the table. She, she doesn't want to blow out your eardrums with hearing all of the pieces hitting the table and stuff. But, God, it's ridiculous. How on earth you miss up... How on earth you mix up one of those... Like, you, you, you guys have seen them before. It's like those, like... Uh, you know, metal bracelets that don't clasp, they just kind of, you know, you hook it onto your wrist. How do you mix that up with a wooden boat model? Yeah, no, Wolf, this is about the size of what the bracelet would be. Uh-huh. This is what came. Oh, my gosh. Jesus, dudes. Yeah, that, that boat is broken into two pieces. Uh, and it's five. a oh, it's a five piece. Okay, five pieces. Yes. Oh yeah, that's because it's got those little shields running along the side. So the actual boat's broken in half, and then there's these little shields glued to the side that have also fallen off. So it's five pieces. Again, here's my question to the company: How on earth do you mess up? Mess up a bracelet with a boat? <laughs> like, y'all, you know what a bracelet is? This is an incense Viking boat. That is about mm, eight inches long. 
Compared to a bracelet, how on earth? <laughs> Dude, you should have emailed them and been like, how the hell do you mix these two things up? An incense Viking boat with a bracelet. Dude, they should have just given you a refund on the same time. Because they should not only just give you the product, but they, they should give you a refund. Because that's ridiculous. How do you mix those things up? It's not hard. It's a bracelet. <laughs> you mix it up with a model boat that's broken. You sent her a boat, boat that is broken. It doesn't even work. Like, oh my god. That, that, that is like, a new low. Holy jeez. Yeah, that's how my week has been going. Dude, you're just getting hit one after the other. It's just... It's just... Like, it's non-stop. I feel so bad for you. You just went back to school. You poor thing. Oh, yeah. Oh. I have to set up a meeting with my professors to talk about... Um, my probationary review and see what apparently it doesn't sound good but i thought they said that you're fine yeah but um i wanted to like know what they thought um in the end like yes i passed but they never told me like pointers for it and so okay. so you have, have to actually set up like a separate meeting with them to get those pointers uh specifically one um professor who was actually my sculpture professor he and another one who's not bfa um they rotate that every semester um those two were the ones that originally helped me back um when i first got on probation back in may um they mm -hmm. told me what to do over the summer and so okay and, and you did that and obviously it's it worked out because you're still in the program but now yeah, you want to know what they actually think uh, yeah, just because the day before the review, same professor who helped me, I asked him, um, like, for extra pointers, like, what, because I didn't know what I needed except for the stuff, and so he mm -hmm. told me to get a documentation, which I showed you. Wait, yeah. I showed you. Yeah, I showed you all that information. So I had that, plus a few Yeah, you sent us a picture layout. of that. Yeah, you yeah. sent us a picture of everything that was, everything laid out. Yeah, so I had all that, and apparently um, my professor once talked to me uh, about, like, what I need to do, um, because, again, it's very hard for them to visualize this piece, because it's hard for me to visualize this, because it's an installation. Oh, I can visualize it. I visualize, I, uh, yeah, when we are doing things with some, I can only already visualize it. Uh, so, so you're good, it's going to look good. Yeah, it's just... I have my final pre-show review um, in towards the end of September. And you want and to make sure you're fully prepared for that. Yes, and I need to somehow show them what the show is supposed to look like. Um, if you want, draw like a sketch of it. I did. Apparently it wasn't clear enough. Okay. I did, I did three different sketches. One of the layout, because um, this installation piece is going to be hanging in midair. Mm -hmm. And the way I have it suspended is having hook screws along the walls uh, six feet apart from each other. So I 
took a photo of the layout of the gallery, measuring everything, marking um, where each hook would be. And then I drew a spider web effect um, to show where all the fishing line would be that would be holding the um, strings. After that, I, on a separate, two separate maps um, or sketches of the layout, after that, I drew out like roughly where in the gallery would be having clusters of the pieces. So it's like cluster over here, cluster over here, cluster over here. Is so, there a way that you could like, because you and your roommates live in like an apartment style place, is there a way that they could help you like do a, a mock viewing in no. your... We're not allowed to um, screw in anything. No, 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 no. Like have like your roommates holding like an end of each of the strings and hold them up. Just so the professors can see them hanging. I had some of them hanging over my desk. Apparently uh, wasn't enough. No, I know, but like, have your roommates hold them throughout the room the way that they would be. The thing is, the piece is supposed to be suspended about eight or nine air. So, that wouldn't give the effect at all, just because- Could you guys do it outside then? Like, get step stools or have them, like, stand on steps or something. Like, you know the steps that, you know, you go up and then they have the walls and stuff? Like, maybe you could take a picture where they're standing on the walls and then you're at the bottom of the steps so it would give the effect of them dangling there, maybe? Um, again, I'm not sure. Um, again, my professor is going to be meeting up with me and we're going to be discussing, is there an area in the studio that I can claim for myself where to I To make, like, a, ma a mock model of it? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, that would work. Yeah. Just remember, don't be afraid to ask your roommates for help. Miss, I like to try and do it. Yeah, I see your face. Miss, I like to think not bother anyone and think I'm being a bother to people. And oh, don't worry. I kind of signed them up without them saying they would help me. Um, I mean, because you need them to help you finish your project. You point. I mean, well, we know. I know what your plan is. Uh, would you like to explain for our viewers, or listeners, I mean? That's right, you're not, they're not viewing anything. <laughs> Do you want to turn your camera on so I'm not the only one? Uh, I'm worried it might interfere with the recording a bit, remember. <laughs> I'm sorry, I know usually Shiota has his camera on, and Latte has her camera on, and other and Panda has her camera on, but yeah, if it's just us two. I'm sorry. Anyway, explain what your plan is. Pretty much, um, I'm making, like, imagine you take a small ball of clay, flatten it, poke a hole through it, and fold it over, like, um, a small flower would look or something like that. I'm making about 5,000 of those a week right now out of white clay. I just got red clay. And I kind of told the professors that I'm having my sweet mates make a few hundred a week without telling them. <laughs> exactly. Well, because you wanted them to do it, it, so what Muse is doing is, the rest of her pieces are like a, a tan color. You're having them use a different clay, right? So they'll be like red and stand out more in the strands? Mm-hmm, yeah. I want them, because like... I'm thinking the title of my show is going to be Ties to One Another. Mm -hmm. um, and with that, it's 
I've had several people now help me with this piece, and it's shown me much more that it's... Yeah, by several people, she means basically all the misfits have helped her, and practically all the misfits, her roommates, etc., etc. Yeah. So I've had several people help me with this, and it's to a point where it's... I also talked to Rob about this, where it's... um. Even with like the smallest um, piece of a connection or whatever, it doesn't matter because you're still connected in a way. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to show that um, through this installation piece, where there, where there'll be hundreds of strands um, hanging, and occasionally you're going to see a red piece among the white, and it will show like the people who have helped me, like the small bits in my life where people have helped. Yeah, the, the, it's it's very symbolic, guys. Yes. Um, recent. Oh, no, do I, maybe we should, I don't know, maybe we should take like a short little video or something. Not including any of our faces, but take like a short little video or something to upload at the beginning of like a, a video or something. Yeah, just so people can see it. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm trying... I wrote, like, um, towards... Yeah, if you want to hear the last couple sentences of um, what the piece is for me. Um, mm-hmm. Pretty much, the goal of my project is to have the audience be part of the show by walking through the exhibit to create a, to creating a disc of their own. I'm wanting the theme of the show to express how we are all tied together from the tiniest connections to the largest, from bumping into a stranger in the street to spending time with your loved ones. So my whole piece is going to be a show. I'm going to be making these pieces while the show is happening. I'm going to be asking, like, having the viewers or my audience, like, do you want to come and make a piece with me and show them how to do it? While I'm making these um, during the show, I'm going to be having a video behind me showing me making the discs, making ticks on the scroll, like showing the process behind the whole thing. Because that's a whole other, that's another art piece within the show is the behind the scenes. Yep. And yeah, all all of us misfits, we've already said we're going to go up there. we're going to get a hotel room. Uh, it's woof, it's going to be a very big mosh pit. We're going to get one of those hotel rooms as like two beds and I think like a sleeper sofa. Sofa that can pull out to uh, a sleeper yeah. sofa. We're going to try and get one of those rooms. I, they're not a suite, but they're like eh, somewhat. Um, it's a suite. The yeah, it's, it's well, yeah, the hotel I guess would com- consider it a suite. But um, yeah, we're going to go and see her show and stuff. Because we want to see, you know. We want to see what she's been working on, what we helped her with over the summer. We want to see the finished product. Yeah, and like I told the misfits, like for for them to come see the show is beyond more important than them seeing me graduate. I could care less about getting a piece of paper. That's not what's important to me. It's the show. Yeah. Because you've been working on this. You, You... You've been working on this the entire time you've been in Asheville. It's, it's, you've been just slowly making things for this show, so. 
Yeah. Oh, well, guess how many pieces I'm at right now? How many? Uh, I'm at roughly um, 72,000. Of course you are. Of course you are. Well, we did help you with some over the summer. Literally, guys, we, we would camp out in her garage and just sit in front of a fan and try and desperately cool off while we were stringing these pieces together. Yeah, well, think again, thanks to y'all, I was down to four containers, and before I came here, I picked up the last fired piece and strung it, reached for another one, and I just stared for, like, five minutes at the container, like, where's the rest? <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Guys, it was so many clay discs. I don't think I ever want to see a clay disc again until I go and see her installation. <laughs> until, until, yeah, until what, October? October 22nd, yeah. Yeah, yeah, until but... October 22nd when we go out and actually see your installation. Until then, I, I really don't want to see your play disc, unless I absolutely have to. Yeah, trust me. <laughs> I love how she says, trust me, and then gives me that look. She's giving me that grin that says, trust me! You know, you know when you have that one friend where you go, trust me, I've got this, and you don't believe them? That's how it is right now. Yeah, my show is October 22nd. Okay. I'm coming back to, um, back to my parents' place to uh, the first and third weekend of October. Okay. Why are you making that face? I might need help stringing. Why are some of us living here still? Uh, damn it. That means me, Shiota, Latte. God damn it. Oh, you know we'll help you. As much as we'll, you know, groan and moan about it, we'll help. To be fair, the most that I probably would bring it back with me is 10,000. Oh, that's nothing compared to what we did over the summer. Yeah, y'all helped me string about 50,000. <laughs> Exactly. So yeah, ten thousand is nothing compared to that monstrous thing. Uh, but yeah, geez, art, dude. I'm just glad that, dude. Your finish line is in sight, though. That must be exciting. Uh, it's nerve wracking. I'm like, nope, not going there. I need to listen to Rob. Can't get stressed. Can't get stressed. Ugh. Getting stressed. <laughs> well, that's just... It's a part of that process. For anybody out there who's like an art student, you know... The way the art program is, is... You... Throughout the four years that you're at the university, everything that you do is basically in preparation for your final show. It's the same, It's very similar to the music program, I believe. Yes. Because that's how it was... Yeah, that's how it was with Panda. Mm -hmm. they're, they're very similar. So, everything that you do leads up to this final show, so... It's, it's a lot of pressure, and it's very nerve-wracking. Because we, we remember how Panda was before her final show. Yeah. It's just... Okay... 
she did an amazing job. It's just mm -hmm. she doesn't have to give a speech before her recital. That's true. I have to give a speech. Yeah, you'll be fine. You can put when you come home. You can practice your speech on us, okay? It's one thing with y'all. I screwed up so badly when I had to first day of class for BFA. I I had to present my stuff to show like what I'm doing, and I I screwed up so much trying to explain it. Where it was the that was the worst talk I've ever done. You'll be fine. Okay, we can give you some pointers. When you, you know, when you, you can do a mock speech with us, and we can just do it till you have it down, till you're comfortable, you're relaxed. And then when you get, actually give your speech for your show, we'll be in the audience. If you want, we can pick a place, like, that's kind of noticeable from where you stand, so that way you can kind of just look at us the whole time if you want, or... You'll know, you'll know that we're there supporting you, so you'll be fine. Don't, don't overthink it. I can see it in your eyes right now. You're overthinking it. You're worried. You're overthinking. Don't worry about it. Just take it one step at a time, one day at a time. For right now, just focus on meeting with your professors to hear their thoughts. Okay? Yes. And then I need to get 400 red discs, 5,000 white discs. Focus. Focus. Stop. Focus one step at a time. You're going to be meeting your professors when? I don't know. I'm waiting for an email. Well, whenever you meet them, you meet them. Until then, focus on making the table. Once you meet with your professors, then you can start making the discs and stuff. Just to make sure that you're doing it the way that they want you to do it. Okay? One yeah. step at a time. Just breathe. Remember, guys, when you get overwhelmed with stuff and when you have all these things going on, just stop and breathe for a second. Just ground yourself. Center yourself again. Go to talk to your friends. Your friends are there for you for a reason. Oh, trust me, I... Oh yeah, that was the other thing Shioda was trying to get me to talk about was the day of the probation. Um, I did have a mental breakdown that day. It's understandable. Just because at 5 p.m., five hours after they reviewed my stuff, I asked my professor when can I get the results. I can't get the results until I get a... Um, Formal documentation signed by the chancellor. Which we all know how long that can take. So, yeah, they really, they kept her in the dark for a long time, which I don't agree with because then you have the students stressing about it and worrying for hours and hours and hours because, yeah, you gotta get this formal documentation from, you yeah. know, the so, chancellor and yeah. stuff. So, they should have they yeah. done the process differently, in my opinion. They really should have. Just, like... After I got that email back, I that's what broke me because I was stressed. Uh, that would have, dude, that would have broken anyone because you're already stressing about it and now you're being told we can't tell you that. And normally, that's not good news. 
So then yeah. your brain will start thinking the worst, and then it'll just spiral out of control from there. So yeah, and it's also the fact that it's they knew the results. They knew the results and were withholding them from you, which is yeah. not fair, guys. Don't do that. That's that's just no. That's you being a dick. Don't do yeah, that. Yeah. So that, that doesn't benefit I, the students in any way, shape, or form at all. Yeah, no, I I was walking home and I got that email, so I immediately just, I went straight to my room, locked the door, and um, Cliffy came and was trying to get in, trying to chug, and, like, it was very childish of me, but, like, I was frustrated where, like, I, my chair was kicked, I had stuff thrown, like, when you, when you're, no, that's understandable. When you get really frustrated, you know, people lash out, some verbally, some physically. It's, it's just getting all that anger out, you know, short bursts and yeah. stuff, so. Yeah, and I'm, you guys know me, I'm not a Repeat that. You know I'm not a violent. Yeah, you're not a violent person. Yeah, so yeah, it for me, though. Yeah, my for you to do that means that it, it was a really big break. So that yeah. stress just broke you. So again, yeah, that's 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 normal. That's a human response. It's unfortunate, and I don't agree with the way that they do things. The, some of the things that you've told me from the probation to this, I'm just like, it makes me very thankful that I never chose to go and get a degree in art. Uh, yeah. but kudos to you for sticking with it. Yeah, like, I've, I think the reason it just broke me so badly is just because besides having, I waited 12 hours for the response from that. Yeah, and which most students should have to stress and freak out for 12 hours. That's, that's yeah. ridiculous. That's harmful to a student's mental health. Yeah, and on top of that, this is my very last semester here. And on the second day of classes is when I was being um, told whether or not I get kicked out of my program where I wouldn't be able to get my major and I would have to bump down a major, get a lower level. And that's on my last semester versus like the second year. Yeah, the way that they did it, when you told me that they put you on probation originally, I was very pissed off because when you start the program, you give them a rundown of what you're going to do, and they were fine with it. And then they decided, you know, last year, last semester, the semester before you're planning to graduate, no, you're going on probation. No, we don't like your concept anymore. That's just, it's yeah. unfair to you. Y'all, you can go. You, I mean, you can confirm it. I was pissed. Yeah, and again, it's one thing if they like come beginning of the semester back in spring. They told me like the last couple weeks of school before summer. Yeah, literally, literally right before she was supposed to come home, they told her this. Yeah, it's like, okay, what am I supposed to do with this? You just told me to completely scrap my whole concept, come up with a brand new one, and 
over the summer without any guidance. And second day of classes, I am being told whether or not I get kicked out of the program. Which, yeah, incredibly unfair. I, I, I'm still mad about that. I, ugh. for anybody who wants to go into an art program, uh, good luck. The, the bill that you're going to have to deal with is absolutely ridiculous and pisses me off, quite frankly. Which, again, yeah. just shows how, how much, how passionate you are about art for the fact that you fought. You fought. You worked all summer to get this done just so you could stay in the program. Yeah, and for people who are saying, like, oh, they probably just didn't have to push you and that they wouldn't actually kick you out, there was another student alongside me who was also on probation, and he's not in the program anymore. I'll say, guys, they, they would actually kick you out. They don't care. Yeah, no, the other guy got kicked out. They don't care how like, close you are to graduating. They don't care about any of that. If they say you're on probation and then that you can't stay in the program, they are kicking you out. It, this is reality, guys. It's it's not like you know. No offense to have middle schoolers and high schoolers, but it's not it's not like the training wheels that they give you in middle school and high school. But they're like, oh, it's okay. You get a second chance. No, it's you're one and done. If if you yeah. fail the one, you're done. They cut you. Yeah, and the annoying thing is though, this is the only degree I've heard of that will do this, mm -hmm. besides like medical school. Yeah, which middle school, understandable if you screw up, somebody's probably dead, so. Um, yeah. But like, art, art, seriously? Uh, yeah, it makes no sense. I don't understand yeah. why they would do that for an art program. It's, it's harsh in the sense that it makes no sense that it's harsh. It shouldn't be this harsh, but it is for some odd reason. Oh, guess what my ceramics professor asked me the other day? What? Am I thinking of going to um, grad school? <laughs> After the stress you went for for this? Yeah. And y'all think it's just extra college? Yeah, it's extra college, but I am in a class. BFA class is four credits. We're told we have to spend at least 12 hours a week in the studio for that one certain class. That, if that's all you spend in the studio, you're going to get kicked out right away. I work about 30 to 40 hours a week in that studio. And she's still on probation, guys. Let that, let that show you just how troublesome it is. How much work people truly put into this. If you're going to go into an art degree, you better work your butt off or you're not going to make it. Yeah, and this is bachelor's. 30 to 40 hours a week. I'll say, master's, master's you might as well just... Okay. Master's, you might as well just put your bed in there. Yeah, no, seriously. People actually do. People would bring sleeping bags with them. No. I, I, I don't want you to go through that. Yeah, because besides that, it's all you're doing is ceramics seven days a week. That, no would drive you, that would drive you crazy. That would Honestly, that would make you probably tired of art. 
You would suck all the fun out of it. Yeah. Like... Again, mm. right now, I... For the longest time, like, the first couple months of the summer, I had no interest in art. I was oh, yeah. just doing this to get it done. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah, guys, you, oh. don't, you don't know how much... Like, you, got, you guys don't understand how much she hates this clay project she's doing for her exhibit. You don't understand how much she wanted to smash pieces and stuff at the beginning of summer. And the only thing that kept her from doing that is the knowledge that if she did that, she would not grab, she would not pass, she would be kicked out and, you know, what the hell would she fall back on for school? How much longer would she have to be in school? You know, all this bull. Yeah, and like, Wolf can testify, I threw out a bunch of my old arts, I threw out so yes. much of my old history. Yes, and yeah, we tried to talk her down from some of it, and yes, out of, out of frustration and anger, because the program basically said, all we want is this one piece, we don't want any of your other pieces, she started throwing some of her other pieces out, out of just that frustration and anger and, and, you know, all that emotion. And, yeah, so, yeah. We tried to stop her unsuccessfully, unfortunately. Uh, but we did yeah. manage to save a few of your pieces. Yeah, it's just, I now pretty much all, almost all my pieces from high school are gone now. Almost all my stuff from Ceramics 1 is gone. I mean, like, I tossed out so much of my stuff, and uh, right before I came back to school, I was helping my mom um, put um, some of my grandmother's stuff, grandmother's stuff in our china cabinet, and we found more of my art stuff that I made in, like, high school, and I threw out my very first piece of pottery I ever made. Yeah. Like, the first thing I ever made was back in kindergarten I threw it out like I right now I'm so I'm almost detached oh so that's that's how emotionally distraught this this class has caused her to become guys it's I uh, personally I, I hate it that's why I never went into an art degree because I just one I don't like it when people tell me what to draw and two I just it would have killed my desire to make things I yeah, would have but, never wanted to touch art ever again yeah, and, like, to add a whole nother level for y'all to understand, like, it's not just me losing my passion for art. Like, this was back in December of when this truly was starting to hit. Like, it was where I was, I lost interest in art altogether, where I hadn't touched clay in six months. Mm-hmm. I remember. It was, and it was to a point where it, I honestly should have been hospitalized. Yes, like, she fell into a very, very bad mental state. And yeah, quite honestly, yeah, we're incredibly lucky that you're here. And we're very thankful that you're here. But I, yeah. I never want you to have to go through that again. So I don't want you... I personally don't want you to get a master's because... The stress of what you had to do for a bachelor's, you know, quite literally almost killed you. 
So yeah, if yeah, I went no. with masks, that would kill me. No, I I much prefer you here. So yeah, like I don't know if you could tell through my images. Like I'm, you are look tired like right now. Yeah. You've got those dark circles under your eyes, the vacant expression on your face that's saying, I'm trying to stay awake. I'm trying to be here, but... And, you know, yeah, living on soda. Yeah, again, like, I actually, I start my, yeah, all those sodas in front of you. I start my master's class on Monday, but my, it's very different from art, guys. Mine is, I started in forensics and anthropology, and now I'm doing a concentration in crime scene investigation. It's a broad subject, then it goes to a concentration. Art is different, where you start with some stuff, but then by the end of the program, you're in a concentration, kind of. You're already choosing your concentration, and the master's degree is just continuing said concentration. It's not starting yeah. anything new, not finding a new focus, not focusing on what you really want. It's continuing the focus that you had already started. And yeah, it's a like, lot more time consuming. Because you live yeah. in a studio. I literally do. Yeah, because like, to give off a list of what I've done these last four years is I've done foundation drawing, 3D design, 2D design. I've done sculpture one and two. I've done um, photography one, printmaking one. I've done ceramics one, two, three, and four. BFA one, two, and three. And that's just the art classes. Oh, and also, intro, yeah. to a, intro to a studio um, called Steam, where I got to learn a lot of um, the mechanical components behind the equipment for sculpture. Yeah, that, as I was say, that's just the art components. For anyone who's in college, you know. Yeah, for anyone who's in college, you know, there's the required classes you have to take on top of that. And the art, you're already living in the studio, so imagine how much time you have for the other classes. Yeah, like I'm actually very curious now, because the amount of credits you need to graduate, the minimum is one twenty. Mm-hmm. Most people, I've done 16 credits each semester. One semester I did 17. Mm-hmm. Like, if y'all, if I'm not good at normal classes, yet I pushed myself way too hard with that. I mean, you didn't have a choice, unfortunately. If, if you do art classes, you can basically have no other life because you don't have time for anything else. Because it's just time-consuming. Yeah. Well, besides that, it's... I also... The other part of me that I really... should... Um, you know how, like, I don't want to put anyone out of the way? Mm-hmm. I felt like I was wasting my parents' money, and I didn't want to do that to them. So, with that, it was... I just... I kept pushing myself 
to try and get everything done as soon as possible so I wouldn't spend more of their money because like that's how I am I hate if when people I feel like people are putting their own stuff into me yes that's that is the type of person you are yes and again we've tried to put we've tried to tell her you know it's not her fault that she had to stay an extra semester COVID happened she didn't have the studio here couldn't do some things unfortunately you know, COVID was making things close, you know, lockdown, all that stuff. So there was a lot of things she just could not do that she, she needed to do, but she didn't have access to. So, but, you know, you, you just can't help it sometimes. That mindset, it's just, you know, permanently in your mind. It's cemented in your mind. And it's, you know, it, you know she didn't want to feel like she was being a burden to anyone, which she's not. We love her, but she still had that mental state that was telling her, you're being a burden to people, you're costing financially, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So she's been trying very, very hard to get this over with so she can finish. And the end is finally in sight, so she's very excited about that. But, again, it's been a very exhausting journey for her. Yeah, like, hours required to graduate. I have 135. How many did you need? 120. I took 15 extra credits. Yeah. That's, that sounds about right. Yeah. And, like, my GPA isn't 3.02. Like, I'm not top of my class. Um, I have a good... Just for art classes, I have a three point, but that's just art. Overall, I'm down. Um, I'm barely a three. Like again, the art's time consuming. You don't have enough. To, you don't have a lot of time to put into those other subjects, especially when your concentration is ceramics and you have to take the time to make things by hand and then fire them and then repaint them and then. You know, do all there's so many processes involved in it. So it's it's a very time consuming process, unfortunately. Yep, which for some reason this semester I've just been I've already had um like maybe like three or four migraines now. Mm -hmm. The first two weeks of school. I mean, I don't. Again, I don't blame you. The stress that they've been putting you through and everything that you're having to get done before your show. I mean, it's very overwhelming. That's yeah. why I'm telling you, just focus one step at a time, one day at a time. Just focus yeah. on what you need to get done in the next couple of days. Yeah. Um. I also forgot to mention you. I somehow threw out my. You threw out your what? Back. Of course, you did. And this week. is us, yeah, this is us clumsy accident prone people being clumsy and accident prone as usual. No, I, I don't know what happened. I was at work doing training. We were just walking around talking about the different tools when all of a sudden I got a sharp pain in my back. And you know I have a high pain tolerance. Mm -hmm. No, people can, 
yeah, people, when one, when you throw your back out, it's very painful. And two, you can throw your back out for anything, even if you're just walking around. Like, yeah, literally, I had my neighbor throw his back out. All he did was bend down to pick something up. And it was a movement he had done a thousand times. He didn't do anything different. And he wasn't even lifting anything heavy. I think he was just bending down to pick up a newspaper. And he completely yeah. threw his back out. It's just... Yeah. I, yeah, I was at train and, like, again, I have a high pain tone. It was making me cry because of the pain. So... Yeah. I went, I was, um, I told my boss and she completely understood and I um, had my um, sweet mate come and pick me up and take me home. Mm-hmm. I'll say, yeah, medical, medical reasons, obviously. You can't keep working with a thrown out back. Yeah, and so I get home. Flippy immediately was like getting me a heat pad and like talk. We were just chatting because I was on my bed just lying down on this um, heat pad, and I took um, medicine for it. It took about two hours till the pain subsided. Another hour, I felt like, okay, let's just see if I can sit up. I sat up for maybe 20 minutes, or I had to sit, lie back down. I tried again in about an hour to go eat. Hour after eating, had to go I back like I was bedridden. This happened um, Friday at about like two p.m. I was bedridden till Sunday morning. Like, yeah, no. We need to throw your back out. Yeah. And you know what the worst part is? Most you. What happened to you while it felt bad and seemed bad, you probably honestly had a mild case of throwing your back out because you were able to recover within a short amount of time. Yeah. Like, when my neighbor threw his back out, it took him a month and a half to recover from that. It, but it's still severe pain. You're still, you're absolutely miserable. Like, when I say yeah. mild, I just mean you recovered faster than you than other people. I don't mean, oh, it's mild pain. No, it's the same amount of pain. It's just you, your body is able to kind of recover and heal itself a little bit faster. Yeah. Uh, guess where the pain happened? Where? You remember how I got the spinal tap? Oh, great. Yeah. Anytime I get back pain, it's always around where I got the spinal tap. And I think it's because they did it without numbing me. It probably is, unfortunately. Yeah, because the nurse who did it, this was years ago. This was, like, almost six years ago now, where she took spinal taps. It's not a tiny needle. It's a big-ass needle because they have to get into your spine say, yeah. to pull out fluid. I, I encourage people to look up spinal tap. Look up spinal tap, spinal tap needle. It's a good... How long would you say it is? Eight inches long, twelve inches inches long, a good foot long, almost. It's it's a very long needle, and you're getting this stuck right into your spine, which is where a bunch of your nerves are running through because that's the center of your body, and you know that's where everything connects. So it's incredibly, it's one of the most painful places you can have a needle stuck, actually. Um, so very very painful. Most of the times they try to numb you up. If they don't. Just imagine a knife getting stabbed in your back, just slowly yeah. being pushed it's, in. Um, very painful. 
Yeah, it comes in several different lengths. I got the five-inch length needle. Mm-hmm. So five inches of a thick needle going into your spine. Yeah, they aren't, they aren't like little shot needles, guys. They're they're pretty they're pretty big because they have to yeah. get fluid from your spine. Yeah, and to top it off, it's I'm on my side and no numb shot, and she jabs it in, and I merely and it was so painful I couldn't even cry out. It's like it just I, paralyzes you. Yeah, yeah, I was making noises, but I couldn't like cry out. You should have honestly, honestly, you should have complained to somebody about that because they're required by law, especially since you were a minor. They're required by law to numb you up. Yeah, they didn't do that. And to top it off, while I was making the, my mom was there and holding my hand like she was trying to help me. The nurse had the audacity to say, "Suck it up. It's not that bad." See, that's the point why I would say, screw you, why don't you get a spinal tap and see just how bad it is. Because I used to have people that would tell me, oh, your shoulder's not that bad, your shoulder's not that bad. And I said, fine, let me wrench your shoulder partially out of your socket, then jab it back in, and then wrench it out again, and put it back in again. And then you tell me that it's not that bad. Because that's what how the injury was initially. And then ten and a half years later of me using it nonstop, like, you know, in ways that I thought was normal, but was not. Because I, I was born with the ability to hyperextend my shoulder, which is I can partially dislocate my shoulders. Um, you know, now on top of that, it's very painful. Whenever somebody says, oh, suck it up, it's not that bad. Shut up. If you haven't experienced yeah. that pain, shut up. Yeah, and... To top it off, like, spinal taps actually are not too painful if they do it right. Yeah, no. my, dumb, my dumb nurse, it's, if it's painful, it's because they hit a nerve. In yeah, no. That's probably why that pain is there, because you've got, ner you've got slight nerve damage on your back. That's yeah, probably why that pain centers there. Yeah, like, I just looked this up. Why is spinal taps so painful? There are many nerves in the spinal canal, and if one of them is touched by the needle, there might be a sharp pain, mostly in the leg. Some might feel a burning sensation or nerve twi um, twigs. I have CP. I have nerve damage in my brain that affects all my nerves and muscles in my hips and legs. Yeah, and it doesn't help. It didn't help that she did that. Spine. Yeah, doesn't help that she did that at all. Yeah, so like. Over the last six years, okay, like, Wolf has heard me where occasionally I'll, like, cry out, like, gasp, and look like I got shocked. That's me having a back spasm around the area where I got that spinal tap. Mm-hmm. Like, I, that caused damage because, again, she was aggressive about it. Yeah, no, when you do it, guys, what you're supposed to do is you're supposed to gently... And don't ask how I know this. I know a lot of tidbits of useless knowledge. You're supposed to slowly put it into a person's spine as to avoid the nerves and try and check them and make sure they're okay. People are also required to be numbed up for this procedure. Again, especially if you're someone who is a minor, which at the time, these was. 
So the fact that she did that is she could be fired for her job, basically, essentially. Yeah, because like, well, it was you're supposed to go in like this. Mm hmm. Yeah, no, you're supposed to do it slow. She did it fast. No, that, that it makes sense. Um, you're good. Yeah. But yeah, no, I, I feel bad. I, I yeah, do feel so, bad about that, so. Yeah, this, oh wow, this podcast, uh, so first we started with storage locker bullcrap, and then we moved on to art program bullcrap, and then, uh, nurse bullcrap. <laughs> this, uh, I, I will say I have a, a title in mind for this episode, I, it's gonna be, it's gonna be very, very fun. Um, remember guys, yeah. don't use go storage. That's, that's the name, right? Yeah. Don't use them. They suck. You're gonna get robbed. And then they yeah. won't let you do much about it. Yeah, like, again, this might seem like me ranting about so much random, but it really is all tied together. This has all been happening within the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. Also, she's only been at school for two weeks. So, she's had a very rough couple of two weeks, unfortunately, so... Yeah, uh, yeah, nothing says welcome back to school like a bunch of back, Yeah, back pain, probation, almost getting kicked out of program, losing $300 worth of stuff, dealing with police who didn't do their job correctly. Uh, do I need to add on? Yeah, police officers tend to drag... So, unless it's... If it's a homicide case, they're forced to, like be faster about it and put in effort, but if it's, like, and if it's a robbery, then they also do, because technically, you know, armed person attacks you, but if it's a blur burglary, like, records show, police will just drag their feet about that, because they're like, ah, your stuff was stolen, okay. Like, nah, I mean, we're not gonna be able to recover it. Luckily with them, after we called them, and they did our, um, Police report, they immediately sent it to us. We already submitted everything to the insurance company, so we're just waiting to hear from them at this mm -hmm. point. Luckily, the piece were like, okay, your stuff is stolen. Okay, here's your police. Bye. Well, because they try to get you out of their system very fast. Yeah, because there really isn't anything they could truly do. No, except for give you a search warrant that allows you to have access to the cameras. And if the cameras were tampered with and there's a missing hour in which your stuff was stolen, then the police would launch an investigation and the ghost storage would most likely be closed and you could sue them. Lawsuit. Yeah, because again, our lock, my lock, was missing. And you need bolt cutters. Because it mm -hmm. wasn't something you can pick. It was a tumbler. You need to you would have to either know the combination or you would have to cut the lock with bolt cutters. Yeah. And if mm. someone took the lock with them, then it's most likely they cut it with bolt cutters and they didn't want people to realize what tool they cut it with, so they took it. However, we're not stupid, so they cut it with bolt cutters. Clearly. Yeah. And also, again, another reason why we suspect it's a worker. It would not be unusual for them to have bolt cutters because, let's say, someone hasn't been paying their bill for a storage unit. They are... After a certain amount of time, they are legally allowed to go cut that open and remove stuff or put it up for auction. Mm -hmm. So it would not be unusual at all for them to carry bolt cutters. Yeah. 
And for the fact that they're not, they went from saying, oh, you can access the security cameras going, no, you can't access security footage, uh, is basically saying, oh, we know something's up, but we don't want you to see anything. So, but yeah, so, yeah. again, in very interesting podcast this week, guys. We got Shiota for at least a half hour. Yeah, and then we get to hear how, how stressful how- abuses first two weeks of school have been. Yeah, like, again. <laughs> I look like a zombie right now. Yes, dudes, she looks so exhausted right now. I'm going to probably start looking that way next week because I have my classes starting Monday. And I still, oh my god, I still haven't sorted out the financial aid stuff because I sent in the stuff for financial aid and they're like, oh yeah, we'll send you to your school. Well, my school has not contacted me about financial aid options. I even called them, haven't gotten a response. So I haven't paid because do I look like I can pay for that? No, I need financial aid. Um, and I've got no financial aid offers from my school yet. Even though Point Blank says you are, my, the FAFSA says, you're eligible for financial aid. We've gone ahead and sent the forms to your school. You're done on our end. It's, it's ridiculous. But yeah. yeah. Anyway, thanks again for listening. Hopefully we'll have another podcast next week. And next week we should have more people, cross fingers. So, yeah. Bye, guys. Bye.